Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm JJ Jank and I'm your host for Brain Power Up. Our topic today is an inside look at burnout prevention and our leading lady today is Lisa Hammett with Lisa Hammett Success Coaching. Good afternoon, Lisa. Good afternoon, JJ. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. Uh, Lisa is a certified positive intelligence coach, CPQC, who helps HR and healthcare leaders achieve their health and wellness objectives. And Lisa, you and I have a little bit in common in our professional lives because I help people avoid burnout um, by improving productivity by working with their brains. And your focus is on helping your audience manage stress and improve communication and productivity so they can prevent burnout. Yes, definitely. We're very much aligned in what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So I was wondering if you could share with us maybe some of your um, top tips for managing stress. Um, And I know that you have, uh, I'll probably ask you a little bit later about your burnout story. So um, I would also love to hear like some of your like personal tips, like how do you manage it as well? Absolutely. So coming into this holiday season, this can really be a stressful time for many individuals. So I'm going to start with just some things that kind of help you in the season and then some practical tips that you can use really anywhere in the workplace or what have you. But, you know, at times like this, meaning this time of the year, we tend to feel that we have too much on our plate and we don't have enough time in the day to get done everything that needs to happen, which is not true, but that's what we tell ourselves. So it's really learning. <laughs> it feels true. <laughs> it's so true. I know. We're like, oh, my gosh, I need 20 more hours in the day. But <laughs> it, <laughs> it's really about, you know, time blocking and making sure that we are letting go of those time suckers, which are easy to do. Like, oh, my gosh, we just spent 20 minutes on social media or You know, I meant to just kind of watch one thing on TV, and I ended up binge-watching an entire season of something. And (laughs) I'm not saying (laughs) those things are great, and sometimes you need that disconnect. But, you know, if you are really pressed for time, especially during the holiday season, make sure that you're time-blocking for the right things. You know, and that's regular self-care. And whether it's, it's scheduling time for activity or just to take a mental break, Um, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. And then I would say, too, learning how to say no is so (laughs) important. (laughs) I feel like that's a, you know, that's a whole subject in and of itself. And that's, you know, you're talking about time blocking. And I'm like, yes, exactly right. You know, and and putting time for activities. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And learning to say no, like really putting those boundaries around your, your time and attention um, and really thinking about 
um, you know, what's really important because it's, it, you know, it's interesting because we get all of these messages in, in, in our culture that are like, oh, you know, you should say yes to everything. You know, you should do everything for everybody, whatever. And I, and I don't know if you ran into this, like, you know, in your reading or anything, but I've actually seen some interviews with, um, you know, with CEOs, like very high level, you know, like Fortune 500 CEOs and things like that. And they're like, yeah, we say no to everything. Mm-hmm. Like the filter is automatic no, unless it's something that really aligns with what they want to do, you know, and then maybe it's a yes. But yeah, it's like, it, it, yeah, I think the rest of us are kind of set on automatic yes. <laughs> right. And, you know, a way to kind of think about it, too, is oftentimes we end up saying Yes, because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or it's something that we've always Mm -hmm. done. And the thing is, is if it's causing undue stress by creating, you know, less time for you to do the things that are more important, then you have to say no. And especially Mm -hmm. around this time of the year when there's all these holiday gatherings and it's like, oh, my gosh, just one more happy hour that I have to go to or ornament exchange or, but then I have to, you know, prep the meals and, Oh, I don't yeah. know when I'm going to go holiday sweater party. Yeah. I know. It's so <laughs> true. Oh my gosh. So it's really saying no. And I found the best way to do it is just to, you know, to be concise and honest and don't apologize. Just say my schedule is very mm. full. I have to decline, or thank you for the invitation, but I'm I'm already committed, and that's my favorite. Thank you for the invitation. I'm already committed, and Ooh, if you I like feel that. like you're that's lying, really... yeah, it's like <laughs> if you feel like you're lying, just say, hey, I'm committed to myself. You know, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I feel I I feel like a lot of our listeners probably are like genuinely committed. <laughs> Yeah. But I but I like that. Yeah, thank you for the invitation. I had started doing that myself is just um I cuz I kind of did like too many volunteer things a couple of years ago and then I had to pull myself back cuz I just yeah, I didn't really have the energy for what I signed myself up for. Oops. <laughs> um and I and I did start to say, you know, when people would say I'd always be like, you know, thanks for thinking of me. You know, really appreciate oh, that's you thinking nice. of me can't do it Very nice. but I but I like that I like that idea of you know thanks for the invitation so you're kind of like yeah you know I appreciate that you that you were asking but I'm committed <laughs> yes yes exactly so you know and there's all other things that you can do as well um, I being a certified positive intelligence PQ coach what I do is I educate people on how to quiet those negative emotions that bubble up mostly from our subconscious. And, you know, that could be stress, anxiety, overwhelm. Mm. And it can also go down the shame, you know, route as well. But, you know, when we feel that stress bubbling up, then we can do these really easy little micro meditations to just quiet that and put the focus back on what needs to happen. So it could look like engaging one of your senses. So for example, for our listeners, if you are, well, you are seated probably in front of something, then zero in on something that you can see and look at it so intently as if you've never seen it before and notice colors, shapes, textures, you 
know, it could be a reflection mm. in the surface and just really laser focus on it. And you can also focus on something that you can hear, you know, if, if you're driving and you're going to a meeting and you're running late or traffic's bad and you're just feeling stressed, <laughs> you know, which that never happens, right? No, um, especially <laughs> not where we are. <laughs> yeah, never, never. Then, you know, focus on something that you can hear and it could be the passing cars, um, Maybe you're mm-hmm. listening to music or whatever it is, but really zero in or focus on your breath. And that can be really yeah. calming um, as well. And, you know, I rub two fingertips together, you know, something that you can touch. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. just really paying attention to how your fingertip ridges feel, you know, what's the temperature of your fingertips. Are they dry? Are they smooth? Mm-hmm. And it may sound kind of weird, but... What it does is it takes the focus off of that negative feeling or emotion, yeah. and then it enables you to shift and focus on other things. You know, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that stress. sounds, yeah. yeah, as opposed to the stress, that sounds good. Yeah, or, you know, you were saying that people should listen so they could be, like, listening to our podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> really exactly. listen to the stress tips. Well, the funny thing is when you started talking about senses, you know, kind of the first thing I thought, because uh, you and I had kind of been talking a little bit about like Thanksgiving before, um, before we got on the air today. And, um, and I was kind of thinking that like smells too, especially around Thanksgiving, because yeah. some of the smells are so good and really, yeah. you know, smelling that. I think one of my favorite smells is stuffing because I really like the smell of sage. Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so that's so what I'm going to do. I'm going to focus on the smell of my, of my stuffing. <laughs> Say that five times really fast. Smell of my stuffing. Yeah. Um, I am going to break really briefly here um, so that we can um, kind of acknowledge our sponsor. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all our sponsors and partners. So now back to our show. Welcome back to Brain Power Up. And just as a reminder with us today is Lisa Hammett from Lisa Hammett Success Coaching. And you were just giving us some, before our sponsor break, you are giving us some really great tips about stress um, and managing it, especially around the holidays. Um, And I know that you have like a really big kind of story about how you got really stressed out and burned out. And so I'm wondering if you could share that with us. Absolutely. Yeah, it kind of led me on my trajectory to actually turn into a coach and an author and a speaker. So I spent 26 years in the corporate retail sector. And if you've ever dealt with the public at all, you know that could be stressful. <laughs> I myself have worked retail. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it's it, stressful enough being in like a store environment as an executive. But then when you move into the corporate area, it it is so incredibly stressful because you're constantly redoing plans and it's so, you know, indicative of the economy. But anyways, I reached burnout. And in my case, I was grossly overweight. 
I was suffering from chronic migraines. I had digestive issues. You know, my marriage was in trouble and I Mm. was depressed. I never had Mm -hmm. any time for myself because I was working like 80 hours a week. I wasn't sleeping well. And Mm. I remember waking up one morning and the world just looked gray, devoid of color. And it freaked me out because obviously that's a sign of pretty sizable depression. So in a moment of desperation, I left a long-term career at a high salary without an exit strategy, which ended up in bankruptcy because I hadn't been thoughtful of how to replace my income. And I found other work, but it never really reached that level. And so we filed bankruptcy. So I share all that to say that it could have been prevented had I managed Mm. my stress. And that's not to say that I would not have left that industry, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I would have been intentional about how to do it. I would have prevented burnout. And then I would have come up with, you know, an exit strategy, a plan. plan. Exactly. So, you know, when I talk to people about stress, like it, it has to be managed because it will literally destroy your life if you mm-hmm. don't take care of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I can, I can totally understand it though. Like just, you know, you wake up and you're like, Oh my God, I, it, yeah. Like the world doesn't look like it's, it's supposed to, something's really wrong. I got to get out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so that makes that makes total sense. And, yeah, it, it is kind of hard to just kind of be like, oh, I'm I'm out. And then you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> How do I do that? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you probably heard about Ariana Huffington. Um, you know, yeah. she realized it like when she I think she actually gave herself a concussion, but she hadn't been sleeping and she like passed out on a stage. Um, oh my God. And that was when she was still running like the Huffington Post, I think. And that was after that. That's when she, um, you know, regrouped and was like, yeah, clearly again. Yeah. You know, something is really wrong here. Yeah. And, and what I'm doing is contributing to the really wrong and I have to not do that. And so she ended up um, she, she also works in the, in the, in the wellness space now, but yeah. Um, and, and so, so did you, I have to ask, did you lose the weight um, like right away or did you kind of have to get yourself into the, into the coaching space before you were able to do that? No, I actually lost the weight first. So when I left Mm. uh, the corporate sector, I started on a wellness journey. I just felt so miserable and Mm. I saw a picture of myself in a newspaper. I was in a networking group and I was Mm -hmm. horrified at my appearance. And I knew <laughs> I know that really. I gained weight. Yeah, it's it's like you know that you're overweight, but when we look in the mirror sometimes, it just mm-hmm. doesn't resonate as much as a picture. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I actually went through Weight Watchers, and I lost 65 pounds. And, mm. yeah, and I managed to keep it off. Um, and then I started health and wellness coaching. And helped, you know, over over an 11-year period, have helped, you know, thousands of people in group settings and individually, you know, lose weight and really focus on mindset. Because, mm. you know, you can teach techniques on how to lose weight and build sustainable habits and how to be fit and everything like that. But bottom line is if your head's not in the game, 
you're not going to be successful. And you have to have the right mindset really before you go on that journey. And I was like, yeah. I have got to do something. So, so yeah. So that's what happened. Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. Um, and, and talk to me, talk to us <laughs> a little bit about, you know, kind of when you say mindset, like kind of what does that mean? Cause I know it's a word that a lot of people use and I don't always know, um, you know, some people seem to use it a little bit differently. So I'm curious as to how you define it. It's your headspace. It's those thoughts, you know, what you think about and how you view the world and life in general and how those thoughts are impacting your behavior. And that's why I love the positive intelligence piece so much because it's a deep dive mm. into how our brains work. And our left analytical brain was designed for problem solving, which obviously right. we need, but it was designed for one task at a time. But how many times yep. do we try to do multiple things at the same time? I mean, all the oh, time. I always tell people not to do that. <laughs> well, and that's great because it doesn't work. You know, if you think back in the mid to late 80s through most of the 90s, um, multitasking was a buzzword in the corporate sector. Mm -hmm. And in fact, you know, recruiters looked for people who supposedly could multitask well, but that was right. such a lie. And so many studies now have shown that it's, if you take your eye off of one thing, then mm -hmm. you're not, you're doing a disservice to that to focus on something else. Because if you're looking at mm -hmm. or doing multiple things at the same time, you end up not doing anything well. And it's just, it's exactly. frustrating. So, you know, that multitasking gets us into trouble, but also our left brain harbors all of those negative thought patterns that we have, you know, like, oh, I'm not good mm -hmm. enough, or, oh, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? Or I'll never lose weight, or, you know, all right. that negative mind trash we say, whereas our right, <laughs> right brain is the total opposite, and it's our happy brain. It's when we have that ease and flow, when things are just going well, and it's not hard, and we're happy, we're healthy, we have laser-focused vision, you know, and that's ideally where we want our mindset to be most of the time. And, you know, that little micro meditation that I shared earlier, that will mm -hmm. help you get from that negative headspace to that positive right brain so that you can shift your okay. mindset. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the negative thoughts are definitely in both hemispheres of the brain. But, um, yeah, it's really, you know, I do find that the negative thoughts, you know, can really get in the way. So did you, did you have to work on your mindset when you came out or, you know, was it kind of already there? The mindset was there and it was just that like the stress of your, you know, the stress of being in corporate retail had just kind of like crushed the positive mindset part of you. It, it really the latter. I was so mm. negative it was terrible mm. and I had the victim mindset and I was just in a really bad place. And I actually, in addition to going through my weight loss, I, I went 
um, I got into the network marketing industry, and I did well. I mm. never replaced mm-hmm. my corporate salary, but I did do well. Sure. And there was a lot of self-development involved, which was great because oh, that okay. helped me shift that mindset, you know, about mm. – you know, those like positive affirmations, for example, those statements that we can say, statements of fact of what we want our life to, to be said in such a way as if it's already occurred. And these things, right. you know, that w- when we repeat them over and over again, start to become a belief system in our mind, which then will drive our behavior. So, I mean, it takes mm-hmm. a while. It's not like you can snap your fingers overnight and say, oh, I have a positive mindset. <laughs> but <laughs> so it is a process. If only were that I, easy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. We would all be happy, healthy, successful all the time. You know? That's right. We'd all be the right weight. We'd be. <laughs> yes. We'd have millions of dollars. Life would be fantastic. We'd have That's the right. We'd be living on our private island. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So true. So true. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and, and so, uh, you know, I think we, we kind of talked about that you were that, you know, mindset kind of um, impacts all areas of life. Could you talk about that a little bit? Mm. It really does. So it's interesting because I did a podcast recently on um, actually it was a while ago. What am I talking about? <laughs> Um, it was on body, it was on body image. I had a separate conversation Mm. about this recently. That's why I'm thinking about it, but um, it was on, it was on body image and how, you know, body image is really a a direct result of our mindset and what we think about Mm. and it's how we feel about ourselves. And so when we don't have a positive mindset, it not only impacts how we feel about ourselves, but it can impact us achieving goals. It can impact mm. relationships with other people because we don't feel confident and secure. And it can prevent mm. us from actually going after things that ordinarily we might consider doing. But because we lack self-confidence and don't have that positive mindset, then right. we might not go after it. So, I mean, it is tied to everything everything that we do. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like it. I mean, and I, and I'm, it's funny. I was just talking about this with somebody earlier today. So imposter syndrome, do you think that's kind Mm -hmm. of mindset driven? Oh, totally. It totally is because imposter syndrome is the belief that you're a fraud. Basically Mm -hmm. that, you know, if, if you're, and I'll just say if I, and I don't, um, I'm not saying I've never had imposter syndrome. I certainly right. have in the past. But, you know, if I were to say, oh, gosh, how, who am I to think that I could coach people? It's like, I'm not qualified. I'm, you know, right. I'm an imposter. And I don't believe that. I, I feel like I'm a, right. a good coach and I'm good at what I do. Yeah. But, but that is an example, you know, of, being an imposter and just feeling that, you know, I'm, I'm a fraud. I'm basically a fraud and a liar. So, yeah. Well, I know that you're not that. Um, and let me just ask <laughs> you, I will ask you again, like towards the, a little bit farther towards the end, but if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best way for them to reach you? So probably through my website, because that has the most information about me. And you could, my calendar link, you know, is in there. Okay. If you want to schedule time with me. And what's your me. website? 
It's okay. lisahammett.com, and it's L-I-S-A-H-A-M-M-E-T-T.com. Perfect. So I know, I know that you, and I feel like it was fairly, was it fairly recently that you got your CPQC? I did, yeah. So I finished okay. it. In the I remember summer. we talked about you were working on it. I think the first time that we that we had talked, yeah. and then and then I saw that you had gotten it. So, um, so and you had mentioned the the positive intelligence piece of it um, a couple of times. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So what's so great about the positive intelligence is it it really helps you again identify those thought patterns that are impacting your behavior and ultimately your life and your relationships with others. I have a six-week course that people can go through that takes a deep dive. There's a, a, like a character assessment that you can take that identifies different um, mm. character aspects, and, and we call them saboteurs. And it could be a people pleaser, a hyperachiever, a stickler, a hyperrational. You know, and these are all mm-hmm. certain traits that might be more dominant in certain individuals than others. But, again, it's, it's creating awareness that they exist because most of those thought patterns come from our subconscious. And we have no right. idea that it's bubbling up. But what I love about positive intelligence is it's all science-backed research. The founder, Shirzad um, Shamin, he spent extensive time researching like cognitive behavioral theory, neuroscience, positive psychology, and really found that at the foundation or the root of it was what he termed positive intelligence. And Mm. I mean, it impacts everything, how we impact in the workplace, you know, if we're leaders Mm -hmm. and how we impact and how our relationships with others, with our, you know, our partners and even our friends and our family and our health and, and well-being. I mean, it really impacts every area of life, and it's, it's pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, how, how long did it take you to get the certification? So I, from the time that I kind of started training and learning about it to the completion was just a little over a year, mm-hmm. and it, it's pretty intensive. We do a lot of like group coaching and then obviously coaching others kind of in pod environments and, and Mm. really learning to recognize, you know, when somebody is being hijacked by maybe a certain saboteur and then teaching them Mm -hmm. the techniques of how to shift to the right brain stage perspective, you know, so they can have better communication, clear headed focus, peace calm can be successful so yeah it was a good year so it sounded like you you know you actually got some practice as you were as you were kind of going through and getting the certification so it's not just kind of an ivory tower kind of thing it's actually you know hands-on yeah absolutely absolutely I had to have actively been coaching people doing this for really close to a year actually over a year now, it's more like a year and a half. Um, And I have to apply the principles myself. And I was coached by coaches on my saboteurs. And, you know, so it's, you know, one, it's great having that self-awareness of your situation, but then actually being able to coach others in a group environment and, and one-to-one. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. So CPQC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Certified um, positive intelligence PQ coach. Nice. Um, so I know that you have done a TEDx talk and you had a best-selling book from burnout to best life, how to take charge of your health and happiness. Um, and I was wondering if you had any upcoming events that we should know about. So I'm actually in the process of finalizing, um, my conferences for the first half of next year. So I'm getting close to that. Um, I did just have a webinar earlier this month and the link is on my YouTube channel and on my website. So perfect. And yeah, so those are some things that are happening Mm -hmm. right now. Um, but yes, what was your webinar on? My webinar was on holiday stress, ah. how to manage holiday stress. And I, you know, I talked about some of it in the beginning, you know, time blocking and um, learning to say no. And another thing that I talked about too was protecting your energy. And this is mm-hmm. something that we often don't think about. But what are those negative influencers in our life, whether it's a person or an environment or maybe a particular task that we're doing that we're mm. really struggling with and maybe it's not something in our wheelhouse and we should be mm-hmm. you know, delegating that to somebody else. Um, but it's really identifying those negative influencers and either limiting exposure or removing them altogether because mm. if you're already stressed, When you are in situations that drain you of energy, it just causes you to spiral, and it's really hard to come out of that. So, yeah, that's that's true. And I and I imagine there's a lot of that around the holidays too. Like people just kind of feel like they have obligations, which you know may or may not really be the case. So, um, yeah. So that's our show for today, and I'd like to say thank you to Lisa Hammett for being our leading lady today. Thank you so much. It's been great. And you can find her at her website, which is www.lisahammett.com. And I also want to give a special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific. So it has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today, and I just want to say thank you for listening, and have a great and brainy weekend. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.